It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Happy Friday, Reds fans. Thanks for tuning in to the Locked On Reds podcast. I appreciate your download and your listen. Today, we've got a very awesome phone it in Friday for you. I've got C. Trent Rosecrans calling in on the Skype from The Athletic. He is the Reds beat writer for those of you who do not subscribe to The Athletic and his awesome work. We get to a lot of different topics, get to talk all kinds of Reds baseball. I'm looking forward to spring training, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy that. But before we get to that, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. Make sure you also check us out on Twitter, at LockedOnReds, and at Jeff Carr, with three Fs, J-E-F-F-F-C-A-R-R. Let's get going. So, for today's Phone It In Friday, I have the man, C. Trent Rosecrans, who knows everything there is to know about the Reds. He is their beat writer for The Athletic. Super appreciative to have him on today. C. Trent, how are you doing? Oh, great. Thanks for having me. Thought I'd lean into the interview here. So, first question, if you had the choice between these three, which would you be? A rebel? An imperial? Or a lone wolf with his very own Corellian YT model freighter? Which of those would you be? Um, probably a rebel. I Younger days, I might have gone with something else. But now that I'm old, I... I, I kind of uh, veer towards the good. So I think, I think I kind of, I use this as a Beatles scale. I think there's a, there's an aging thing. It's when you're young, you're Ringo because you're just kind of goofy. And then you get to be um, a teenager and you're John because you want to be rebellious and you want to be cool. And then as you kind of get older, you mellow and you become, I don't know, a little softer, a little, uh, little whatever and so i'm i feel like i'm in my paul stage and then we all hope we get to enlightenment which is the george stage <laughs> definitely uh you can't go wrong with uh you know being paul no i'm in the paul stage i think we go through all those stages and one of these days uh, i've always wanted to be a john but i think at heart i'm a i'm a paul and i um hope to be a george at some point <laughs> definitely and Looking at our favorite team, the Cincinnati Reds, there have been a lot of rumors surrounding this dude. Where are the Reds at with JT Ramuto? Well, we are talking Wednesday night, so I just want to make sure that 
um, we get that out there because it could change by the time this comes out on Friday. Um, right. I, I think there's a chance. Um, you know, a lot of these, Hopefully. a lot of times these kind of come out different ways and um, for different reasons. And um, I think there's a chance. I think there's a real chance. But um, I don't know. I wouldn't bet on it just because it's, sure. you know, most of the times you, you don't and, and it doesn't happen. But I, I, I think it's possible. Possible is good. And the two teams are definitely talking. I know that. Hey, talking is always good. And I know when we're looking at this offseason for the Reds, it really seems like it's been rumors abound. You know, rumor me this, rumor me that. And when it came to JT Realmuto, when I first heard about that rumor, I feel like, I, you know, I really feel like it was few and far between that the Reds were even going to get to go after him but now it seems like and especially you know the rumor came out really heavy on monday night it seemed like that was gonna be the night uh i didn't think it was gonna be the night i thought that was um the, the people i talked to said you know maybe it's not as imminent as everybody else is is making it out to be but uh you know when i heard it earlier this season i thought it might be a three-way deal and maybe that's how they they find a uh, Kluber or someone, uh, but I don't think that's uh, that's exactly. I don't think that's happening now. I think if it happens, I mean there could be a third team, but I, I think it would be kind of like the third team in the Yankees Mariners, um, where Cherry Depoto gets involved just because Cherry Depoto always gets involved. <laughs> Cherry Depoto, the sidler of Major League Baseball GMs. Um, when we're talking about the off season as a whole, you know, where we are, I know we're still a few weeks left before pitchers and catchers report, but on a scale of one to 10, how does the front office feel about this off season with one being undercooked chicken and 10 being every expectation possibly met? I, I think they feel like uh, six, seven ish, you know, I, I, I think it, that's good. I don't think, I think they're pretty happy with themselves and, and I think they should be, uh, but I don't, you know, you could always be a little better. Maybe I'll, I'll go towards that seven. I like it. Uh, I know that they've done an amazing job of drumming up interest amongst the fans and just, you know, the, the way that the fans view this off season, the majority of them are definitely a seven, maybe even an eight. And if they get JT Realmuto and they don't give up a lot, they don't give up like a Senzel or a Tremel or something like that, then they might even be closer to a 10. They'd be like fully in. Definitely. I think it would be, um, it would bring more excitement and it would make the team better. Uh, but even if they don't get JT Realmuto, I mean, that's, I think that team, that would make the team better offensively. Um, but I don't think it, it should. Um, mute the excitement for for what has happened already. Oh, for sure, definitely. And you know, when you're talking about the way that the the feelings around the Reds off season, what's the feeling amongst you know the colleagues of yours, the beat writers for Major League Baseball and the community of beat writers? Uh, how do they feel? Do, has it drawn their attention? I mean, obviously the Reds have been the most active team this offseason outside of, well, no, I, I think they've been the most, um, you know, the most active, but how do the other beat writers see this? I think everybody sees them as better, but 
the question is, are they good enough? You know, they're they're good enough to win more games, but are they good enough to contend? And I think that's a very, um, I mean, that's a it's a it's a question that that should be asked, and that that I think that everyone probably has. It's a very valid question, and um, it's one of those things where I guess we'll just see. But I think there's zero question that they're better than they were. And also, I wrote something the other day. It's like, I don't know how much they gave up for the immediate future, you know? Um, the only player they've given up who probably would have played this next year is Tanner Rainey and maybe Shed Long. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think, it, or even in 2021 or 2020. So I don't think that they've really given up much, even though they have these one-year guys, some of those one-year guys, they kind of want to be one-year guys. Uh, so that the, the likes of Taylor Trammell and, and Nick Senzel can kind of take over and you, you bring up that next wave. Definitely. And, you know, looking back uh, earlier this offseason, I know that the Reds don't really publicly talk about trade negotiations until they actually happen. You know, they definitely don't need to. I, I don't blame them there. But just from the feeling of around the front office, how close were they to, and the Indians, to making a Corey Kluber deal? Mm, I don't know that it was ever quite... I don't know that it was ever quite close. I think there were talks, but um, I, I think each had their side and who they wanted to, to get and who they didn't want to get. And... And they just never quite matched up, and I don't, I don't know that that was imminent at any point. Sure, and I know that the Indians' asking price really sounded high. Not that they didn't deserve to have that kind of a high asking price, because Kluber's one of the best in the game. But when it came to the haul they were looking for, it just didn't really surprise me that the Reds were hesitant to pull the trigger on such a expensive deal. Well, I mean, and, and that's why Corey Kluber's still with the Indians. We're going to take a quick break here on today's Phone It In Friday, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more from C. Trent Rosecrans of The Athletic. You're listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast. That glorious time of year is ever nearing Reds fans. I'm talking about spring training and Cactus League action out in beautiful Arizona. You can go see the Reds and... 14 other Major League Baseball teams playing in 10 baseball stadiums all within 50 miles of Greater Phoenix. Phoenix is an awesome area to go visit as well as everything around in Arizona. We're talking about awesome, you know, weather, landscapes. We've got the Grand Canyon, Monument Valley, all sorts of awesome cowboy stuff out there. And we've even got great food, you know, awesome restaurants in the greater Phoenix area with lots of highly rated chefs and great food. And even some great family atmospheres and resorts and water parks. Just the absolute most awesome thing you can think of to go see some awesome spring baseball and warm up. We're talking about warm weather in the month of February. So if all of that sounds awesome to you, make sure you go to visitarizona.com slash spring training and book your trip today. You're listening to the Locked On Reds podcast on this Phone It In Friday, my conversation with C. Trent Rosecrans. Hope you guys are enjoying it. 
kind of along the same lines of holding off on Corey Kluber because of the prospects. You know, I know that most fans understand the value of Nixon Zell, especially with the fact that he could be up even as early as opening day and contributing for the Reds, you know, depending on how spring training plays out and all that good stuff. But over the last couple of years, we Reds fans have been inundated with the idea of prospects, guys coming up through the farm system, what they could give to the team, but not right now down the line in the future. Tell me why I need to pump the brakes on the idea of trading like a Hunter Green or a Taylor Trammell. Well, I, I think Taylor Trammell's a future all-star. Um, you know, he's uh, the the only thing with him is is the arm is not there. But I mean, you got you're talking about a premier athlete. Um, it was kind of interesting. I was reading Keith Law's uh, thing today, uh, his prospect rankings, and I think he had Sunzel at twelve, and brought up comps like. Eric Davis and Cal Daniels. That's some good company. I mean, that's the kind of athletes you're talking about. Um, that's awesome. Um, so, you know, I, I just don't, I think Taylor Trammell is a guy that is going to be here and can be here in 2020 and be that next player who comes up and a very solid player and, and be a star and you know those are tough to come by, so I, I think it's it's I'm probably a little bullish on some um, on prospects sometimes. Now Green is a pitcher, and Green's there. You know, with pitchers, there is so much more volatility and so many other differences of outcomes. Um, it it can be very difficult, and I understand. I'll probably give up a young pitcher before I give up a young position player who has that much talent, no matter how much talent. And uh, certainly Hunter Green has all the talent in the world. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, What's your sense of how Hunter Green has recovered from that elbow injury? Um, From everything I hear and talking to, um, to, to Hunter himself, uh, he says he feels great, 100%. Um, but, of course, the proof's in the pudding once once the season comes along and once you start playing on a regular basis. And kind of thinking along those lines of looking at prospects and stuff, with Sinzel, everyone is going to be looking at him as a key and a, the next big guy to come up for the Reds and provide an impact. What under-the-radar pro- prospect player that should the Reds fans watch this spring training and spring, you know, I, I still, I don't know how under the radar this is, uh, but I'm really excited to see Jose Siri. Um, I was excited to see him last year. Here's a guy who has all the tools in the world. Um, maybe the hit tool and the approach are, are the questions, but he has power. He has speed. He has a throwing arm. I mean, he's by far the best uh, center field defensive center fielder in, in the organization. And that includes the big leagues, not that they have a center fielder, but uh, it's not even close. And he is that good. So the question is, um, you know, how much can he play and can he push himself into that conversation? He's on the 40 man. Um, he can play center field right now, but does he need the time in AAA? And, and, and last year, 
he got hurt the first, his, maybe even, his, I think it was his first inning of spring when he went and he crashed into the wall in center field because he was going after a ball because, you know, there's a lot of people who don't like the way that um, Jose Siri plays, but when he's in the field, he's playing all out. And it's, uh, he's a fun guy to watch just with all his skills. I know he really did a lot to draw attention and interest in himself, but also the Dragons while he was up here and working on that hitting streak. I really would like to see him play well this spring. Yeah. I think um, I, I just want to see him play. And I think, and, and to play with people of a similar talent level, I think can be really, really um, interesting. Citrin, I really appreciate you letting me have a little bit of your time today. I know that you're a busy dude covering the Reds for The Athletic. And you definitely thanks for coming on the podcast. I got one last question yeah. for you. I know if you had two awesome trips that just would make anyone jealous over the last year in which one you know i know it's hard to compare but dominican republic or cuba which one and why oh i mean they're i i, I can't even make that uh they've just they're both really special in different ways um, um part of why i was able to go i i, I spent more time actually in the culture, in the people, in the Dominican Republic. Um, whereas Cuba, I, I had a little bit less time and a little more structure, and so I wasn't able to see as much. Both are just I, – I just saw phenomenal – talked with phenomenal, wonderful people both places. And, and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's impossible to, to pick between the two. You can't go wrong either way. Um, they're both fantastic trips, and I really want to spend more time both places. And I say this every year, but I really do need to speak, brush up on my Spanish because it's um, shameful is the word I keep coming back to. Uh, my, my, no, no, I'm serious. My, my Spanish is shameful. For someone who works in the industry that I work in, um, my, my Spanish needs to be much, much better. And um, Hopefully this has shamed me into it and I, I can I can get better because I need to. Well, I definitely know both of those places are on my bucket list to check out. But um, C. Trent, I really appreciate you coming on to the show today. Um, C. Trent is the beat writer for the Reds on The Athletic. The Athletic is absolutely just the best sports coverage around. You know, you've got the Reds. You've also got uh, the Bengals covered by Jay Morrison. It's just, it's an absolutely phenomenal value and great sports coverage there. If you don't subscribe, I am a subscriber. But if you don't subscribe, I definitely encourage you to go do that right now. But see, Trent, um, really, really thank you for having you on. And uh, definitely want to talk to you uh, some more as the season goes on. All right. Thanks for having me. Absolutely had an awesome time talking with C. Trent there. Um, it was nice of him. Like you said, uh, we recorded that on Wednesday night, and still no movement in the JT Realmuto direction, but we'll see if the Reds can pull something off. I know um, 
rumors were they were getting into the final stages today. The the Marlins were, and the Reds were included in the final four, if you will, for JT Ramuto. So we'll see if Dick Williams and Nick Craw can pull that off. But um, just like I said, awesome conversation there. Uh, really glad he came on and hoping to talk to him some more throughout the season. But you've been listening to the Locked On Reds podcast, the Phone It In Friday edition. You guys have a great weekend. Uh, We'll talk to you on Monday. Hoping there'll be some great news to talk about, but if not, we'll keep looking ahead to spring training. You've listened to the Lockdown Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Lockdown podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 